The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Good morning, everyone. I'm Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. Welcome to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly being presented in part by AlignMed. By Source, by Athletico, by ATI Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Don Joy Orthopedics, by Karen Mulkin Health Consulting, by Integrated Orthopedics, and by Medwest. I'll soon be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, co-head team physician of the Chicago White Sox, and sports medicine specialist from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Back to get it going right after this on ESPN Radio. What comes to mind when you hear the words physical therapy? Maybe you think you don't need it, but what about those aches and pains in your knee, your ankle, your shoulder, or your back? When you decide that you've had enough, stop by ATI Physical Therapy. ATI offers complimentary screenings by a licensed provider at no cost. Don't waste any more time dealing with pain. Get the ATI Physical Therapy today and start feeling better fast. Visit ATIPT.com to schedule an appointment or find a location near you. When it comes to your health and wellness, you have a choice. Choose ATI Physical Therapy. Leading the way in cellular and tissue therapies, Source helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Source or allografts, please visit allosource.org. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of djoglobal.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Back here on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning, Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Cole, of course, a long time now. Head team physician with the Chicago yeah, Bulls. How many yeah, years? I think it's 11, but could be 12. I think it's 11, but it's been great, and we're excited to get started. You know, All the physicals are coming in, and we'll start camp first part of October, and um, yeah, I'm I'm always thrilled to get started. It's uh, the, the the variability and the balance it creates for me. It keeps me from traveling so much. It, it keeps me at home and always enjoy the games and the camaraderie and uh, great organization. So I'm I'm happy for it to get started. And the Bulls with a new head coach Fred Hoiberg, and uh, it'll be exciting to get uh, Fred going. But let me talk a little bit sports medicine wise, Doctor Cole. The importance of the relationship between you, the head team doctor, and the head trainer for the team. Yeah, it's it's all about that. I can tell you that. It, that's a make-or-break situation, and I've been blessed with having uh, – we had uh, you know Fred Tedeschi for, ever since I started, and then now Jeff Tanaka with the Bulls, both of them have been excellent. And um, I've had a, experienced a lot of trainers from the, the, the Giants, New York Giants, the Mets. I was at the University of Pittsburgh for a year I, you know, and worked with some of the best trainers in the world. And um, it's all about that relationship because if you don't understand your role and you don't work well together, it's not a it's not a good experience. I mean, it's, it has to be sort of promote that camaraderie and 
the ability to work together and take care of the players and the organization. If it's not there, it's it's a, it's a deal breaker for sure. Let me bring up a giant in the business, the NBA's longest tenured trainer from the Los Angeles Lakers. Gary Vitti is with us uh, here this morning on Sports Medicine Weekly. Twelve trips to the NBA Finals, eight NBA championships, and uh, this season will be his thirty-second with the team. Do you feel that old, Gary? Sure do. Do you? <laughs> That's why you're getting <laughs> every, out? Every year of it. Um, you know, I love working in the NBA, but it. I think people really don't understand the grind uh, that it is. You know, we work seven days a week during the season, and, and even some of the uh, weeks in the off season around the draft, we're working seven days a week, and then we just drop down to, uh, to five days a week in the off season. But... You know, pretty much the door is always open, uh, the phone's on 24 hours a day. Um, it's more of a lifestyle than a job, uh, but I, I do feel the 31 years pass for sure. Are, are you, are you, uh, so are you planning on retiring? I am. Um, I'm easing out. Uh, you know, I, I went to the team um, at the end of this season and I said, how about a three-year deal. I'll do one on the bench and on the road, and then two more as something else. Um, specifically, the title is Athletic Trainer in Residence slash Special Consultant to the General Manager. Um, I'll need a gigantic business card to fit all that on there. <laughs> you've earned it, my um, friend. You've, you've totally earned it. What's, what? When you reflect back, what do you think the, the most difficult part in the last 31 years has been? Has it been the travel? Has it been the, the family challenge? I mean, I, I look. Being a trainer is, I honestly, you know, I work hard. I work lots of hours, but I have. I, it's a kind of a balance, and I don't have to travel like you do in the, in the sleep and everything else. I mean, I would, if I had to guess, it would be the travel and the impact on family and everything else. Is there, you know, what resonates as being some of the, the biggest challenge for you? Hands down, it's it's the travel. I'm often asked, what's the best and worst thing. Um, you know, in an NBA life. And, and the worst is absolutely number one, hands down, the travel. Uh, the best part of the job is, believe it or not, not, not the winning, not the games, not the championships, but the camaraderie and the relationships that you develop along the way and, and, and all the different levels of those relationships. Because as the athletic trainer, you're sort of – you're sort of the center, you know, in, in all those cogs of the wheel. You connect the coaches with the players. You connect management with coaches, management with players. Because we're, we're what I call downstairs, okay? All of our offices, the coaches and ownership and management, they're all on the second floor. But the game is practiced on the first floor of the building. That's where the court is, the locker room, the players' lounge, and specifically the training room and the weight room. And that's where we live. We live with the players. And, and we sort of connect uh, all the other entities with the players and the players along with the other entities. And being the head athletic trainer – is a very special relationship. It's, it's different. Your, your relationship with the head coach is different than with the assistant coach or the assistant trainer with the head coach. And the same thing as the head guy with the players and the same thing as the head guy with the GM and the team physicians. 
you know, it, it's it's just different. And unless you've been in one side of that relationship, you know, either the team physician, as Dr. Cole is with his head athletic trainer, then you'll never understand it. You have to be one of those two people to understand understand that special relationship. Busy with Gary Vitti, the uh, head athletic trainer for the Los Angeles Lakers, about to begin his 32nd season uh, with the Lakers in the NBA. Absolutely amazing. So um, tell us a little bit, Gary, if you will, about uh, new technology, what what you've learned over your years, and I know you've kind of uh, specialized in uh, bringing your players into uh, postural fitness. Can you explain more about that? Yeah, um, <clears throat> maybe we let's start uh, one step behind the posture distortion patterns and and we'll just give the the listeners a view of what actually takes place in a game sure uh... we have an eye in the sky in every arena now that recognizes every single player that uh... is put into a basketball game and with that eye in the sky we know the number and location of that player's accelerations and decelerations throughout the game and we also know the trajectory of those accelerations. Did he, did he accelerate or decelerate to the right, to the left, front, back? We also know the speed that, at which he travels throughout the game. And from that, they can, uh, through an algorithm, get the average speed that they traveled and the exact measurement of the distance travel. So what we do with that, that information is then we take the average speed that the athlete traveled We multiply it by his body weight. We then multiply that number by the distance that he ran, and that gives us a specific number that in and of itself is important to us, and we call that load. What was the load on that individual? Then we take the load, that number, and we divide it by minutes, and that gives us another number that we refer to as intensity. So theoretically, what we're looking for is a direct linear relationship between load and intensity. As load goes up, we want intensity to go up with it. And if that's happening, then we feel like we're in a green zone and we can keep pushing a player. If the load's going up and the intensity's leveling off, then we'll put that player in what we call a yellow zone, and now he has our attention, and we may start to adjust the player's minutes or change some of his training habits. Then, of course, if his load's going up and the intensity is spiraling down, then we're in a red zone and we feel like he is really in a position to injure himself. And what we find is when they get into that position, it's usually a postural distortion pattern. And so what we're, we're always trying to do is get their pelvis into neutral. The game has changed so much. It is so fast and so powerful now that we're seeing players that are so tight in their hip flexors that it's reducing the neural drive to their glutes. So their glute shuts down, their hamstring takes over, and now their body's completely out of whack and, and they're susceptible to injury. So the idea is how do we get them back into pelvic neutral? And we sort of have some technologies that we're marrying together uh, to get there. And the first is we know through Yonda's work that 
in order to get a person back into pelvic neutral, we want to release their hip flexors. So we do a lot of myofascial release. Now, you can do that with a foam roller. You can do it manually. There's another device out there that's called the Raptor, and it's a percussion instrument. Um, there's a lot of technology coming out now about percussion therapy. It started with the Swedish astronauts um, quite a while ago when they were trying to reduce atrophy in space and seeing how vibration and, and uh, percussion could keep muscle tone. We're finding that we can use that to mild, to use a, as a myofascial release technique. Once we release them, then we can stretch them, then we can activate their glute. That would be for what we would call, call a lower cross syndrome, uh, something that's around the pelvis. But we also look at postural distortion patterns higher up, okay? And we're looking at a postural uh, correction shirt that's made by Align Med. And it has neural bands built into the shirt that when you put the shirt on, it actually pulls you into your correct posture. And why that's so meaningful is we know that if you do the same movement over and over and over again, you're going to develop a compensation, and the compensation is, is going to uh, develop an issue. Okay? So even if it's not swinging a golf club 100 times or shooting a basketball 500 times or swinging a bat, if you're simply standing in front of your, sitting in front of your computer all day, you're doing the same motion over and over again, and you're going to create a, a postural distortion pattern. So, you know, if you don't have somebody like me around all the time to release you, stretch you, and activate you to get you in the correct posture, then maybe what you do is you get somebody in, in, a, in a garment that pulls them into the G correct Gary, posture. Gary, let me ask you a question. Is the garment you're referring to the, uh, the, the shirt mode or the one that we prescribe for our, uh, I, I prescribe for my patients who often have scapular issues and so forth, uh, which has the built-in straps and sort of that's really a medical device. Do, are you guys making more use of the postural shirt, for lack of a better description? We are, um, especially, I mean, this can be worn all, all day long, but we use it especially for training. So going back to these um, distortion patterns, you go into them once you fatigue. So if you continue to work out, like, you know, sort of the old school thinking is you have to push through the wall, you know, when you're really tired, that's when you have to push harder. We're starting to realize that that's really not true because as you fatigue, you go into this postural distortion pattern, and then you train yourself into that pattern. So you're actually training in the default pattern. That's the pattern we're trying to get you out of, but you're becoming stronger in it, which makes it more difficult to get you out of it. So if we can put you in a postural garment that gets you into the correct posture, and then we train you in that posture, then hopefully it'll take longer for you to fatigue and go into your default position. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Gary, thanks so much. Uh, keep Kobe healthy. He's uh, fun to watch, and um, well, we'll see you in L.A. Uh, this season. I look forward to it, and thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Gary Vitti, head trainer for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. More of Sports Medicine Weekly after this. 
on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. Correct alignment and good posture are keys to health and performance. AlignMed, a science and clinical test-based company, addresses this fundamental wellness need through its revolutionary line of products. Wearing AlignMed will dynamically train muscles and joints, strengthen and improve posture performance and prevent injury. Elite professional athletes, leading doctors, physical therapists, active adults, and everyday workers already enjoy the benefits. And all you have to do to feel and look better is wear AlignMed. That's why we say AlignMed. Get in. To it. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit Athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your healthcare team too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Net proceeds from our show, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the LiveActiveNow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. This is Sports Medicine Weekly, coming at you every Saturday morning between the Hours of 8.30 and 9 a.m. Dr. Cole, um, do you use any wearable technology? I know you are a, a workout fiend of sorts more than I am, but I do enjoy my workouts during the week. I have not gotten into it yet, but uh, have you ever worn anything, any of the wearable technology? Um, the only thing, it's compelling because there's so much new technology, but to date, the only thing I've done is just heart rate monitors. And um, when I was really training hard, I used a lot of it just because... Um, it you know I wasn't really comfortable knowing what my exertion was relative to my heart rate when I was training harder. I, I guess I would say I've gone in reverse in some respects because I've learned to sort of I can almost pinpoint what my heart rate is based upon my exertion level now. You know if I'm as far as far you're as well being, trained. Well, no, I'm not that well trained. But as far as being conversational, you know, can you have a conversation? Can you could you sing a song? Could you you know just to get a sense of where you are? I yeah. Know, you know, and I know when I'm uncomfortable. Like if I'm getting in the 160s, I'm pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> I can't do it for very long. You know, but um, I know. You know, look, there's so much of it. There's in the shoe in your shoes, and you know, the, all the only wearable technology we used to have is a pedometer. You know, right, now right. I watch, and I mean, it's pretty cool the technology. So I'm I'm interested because I want to see how it could fit in, and I think people are tracking everything now. Um, what they do with it, I think that's that's the challenge. You know, what do you do with all this data? 
there's all these opportunities to collect that. What do you do with it all? Exactly. Let's bring on one of our experts uh, from Athletico. Those folks do such a wonderful job. And John Honcherik is with us. Uh, he is the facility manager at the St. Charles uh, Athletico facility. And a uh, little bit of uh, wearable technology uh, today, John. Thanks for joining us on Sports Medicine Weekly. Can it make a difference? Dr. Cole believe it, believes it can, uh, but he brings up a good good thought about uh, what do we use with this with this uh, data now. And uh, let's let's ask you though. First question is wearable technology a fad to sell more weight loss gadgets? Uh, well, good, good morning, and uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, it's not a fad. Um, I listened to Dr. Cole um, touch on getting some information and getting feedback on a heart rate monitor, and I think that any feedback that we can provide ourselves, our patients, or clients, is information that they can use to improve themselves. It's definitely not a fad, and I think as the technologies improve, we'll be able to kind of focus in on specific aspects of what we're trying to improve. So how are individuals uh, using wearable technology? How many different forms are there? Boy, there, there are a lot. Um, probably most popular ones out there, uh, Fitbit, you know, the Polar Loops. And um, actually there's one that's out there now. It's kind of interesting. It's, uh, it vibrates. So you clip it onto your shirt, and if you've got poor posture, it vibrates. And you sit up and it stops vibrating. So it provides you with a lot of feedback as to, as, as to what you're doing. Mostly a lot of heart rate monitors, activity monitors that, that you wear that kind of count your movement throughout the course of the day. There's some um, algorithms to provide you a idea of how many calories you burned. And it just helps, help, helps you track information. I know Dr. Cole mentioned uh, pedometers. There's a really interesting study. They put the pedometer up against the Fitbit and they saw an increase in physical activity with those individuals that are wearing a Fitbit. Yeah, let me let me ask you a question. So, sure. do you, is it the is it this is it the fact that they're keeping track of it that they just want to increase? Like, because the units are random units sometimes, right? Like yep. Fitbit units, whatever that is. But the point <laughs> is that people use it as a feedback loop to say, hey, I've got more, I've got to do more. Today I only did, you know, five hundred Fitbit units. Tomorrow I'm, I'm going to do more. Is that how it's working? Yes, um, it, it's it's working that way. It's also working. Um, you know, you're wearing a Fitbit. Your coworker says, "Hey, what's that? What are you doing?" Oh, I'm on a diet, or I'm trying to train for a marathon. I need to move more. Oh, that's interesting. So, it brings it to that sort of mindfulness around your physical activity, and um, and, and and that's where we're seeing a lot of it pr- primarily. What the the other question I have is from a heart rate point of view. I'm not very familiar, although I'm interested in the the uh, iWatch. But is and I, maybe this does that I don't know. Um, but to measure uh, heart rate, does that is does that device do it without a chest band? Is there anything out there right now that reliably measures heart rate that you can put on your wrist like a watch? There, there isn't anything that is reliable that isn't a direct measure. Most of the ones that are not a chest strap are more of an indirect measure. Thing about it though is, if you are using one particular device and it's consistent for you, then that gives you a basic measure, right? It's not something that you would use in a hospital setting or a, you know, exercise lab. But if it's providing you with some feedback and you're at least consistent with it, its, it's accuracy is a little bit more improved. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But don't you find it baffling that with all the technology we have right now that that doesn't exist? You know, yeah, that you don't I, have an I, accurate I, way to measure heart rate? Because, I mean, you could feel it in your thumb. 
you know, your pulse and your thumb. I just, I don't, I don't really, it's hard to believe that there isn't a good technology that does that, you know? I, I agree. It, it would, it would be nice, especially with, um, you know, not everyone can fit into the chest strap. Right. Um, not everyone wants to wear it all day. And so there needs to be other avenues out there. So I think some of the ones that, you know, you talked about with, um, that fit on your thumb and things like that, some of those more indirect measures, um, are, are definitely coming down the pipeline. Yeah, and if you have pecs like Cashel, then the little contact area doesn't go against your chest. You That's don't right, get it, exactly. So you never get to heart rate measured. Our, it, well, you know, and, and, and part of that is a little ironic is a lot of uh, some of the clients and, and patients that we have that have some of these technologies, as you know, wearing a heart rate monitor yourself, is, you know, you need to, it needs to be wet, it needs to sweat a little bit. Well, if you're just getting out on your fitness program, you might not be sweating, so then you have this great heart rate monitor that doesn't give you feedback. So, you know, we found putting some ultrasound gel or wetting them before you put them on is, is, is helpful. Interesting. Our guest is John Honcherik from Athletico, talking about wearable technology and whether or not it can make a difference. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Our show is Sports Medicine Weekly. The website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. John, uh, do we need to spend a lot of money on these gadgets, or are there uh, some cost-effective measures yeah, you know, that, that, that's actually a great question. Um, you know, you can start with the pedometers that you can get at any, almost any toy store. It's really a matter of compliance, and I know uh, the Fitbit is quite popular in the sense that there's all sorts of customizations, right? So now you can get a Fitbit to match your mood or your, your, your clothing. It's really a matter of getting out there and, and being compliant with it. And we find that there's, you know, there's free apps you can put on your phone, which you can then wear your phone. You have your phone in your back pocket. It's tracking your activity that way. So there's a lot of those items. You don't really have to spend a lot of money to, to get started. Um, and it's just a matter of being compliant with it. How, how does, you know, so for someone who doesn't have any wearable technology, what mm-hmm. what's the top three things that are worth measuring and what should they, which device, how do they choose a device? Um, I'm... I would say it's probably the biggest thing that people ought to be measuring is their sleep, I think, and, and, and the quality of their sleep. And there's um, a bunch of different free apps on, the, on, the, um, on Apple's website that you could pick up um, to start looking at your quality of your sleep. So I would put sleep as, as, as number one. Um, your movement tracking would be probably the second one. You know, you've heard all the people talk about sitting is the, is, is the new smoking and we're getting kids to try and stand up and movable desks and standing desks and things like that. So even setting uh, your phone alarm to go off to say, hey, get up and move around would, would be probably a, a second one. And then I think a, a third one would be something that kind of looks at what you're consuming on a, on a daily basis, like what are you eating and when are you eating it? I think those are things that kind of really bring the mindfulness to it. Um, again, I have to kind of plug the, the sleep one because I think that's the kind of the missing link right now in health, fitness, and, and recovery is getting good quality sleep and, and enough of it. Yeah, we don't think about that. We always think, Dr. Cole, right, about working out and, and getting the most out of our cardio and our strength training, but um, the sleep is so important. I'm, you read about it all the time now, and uh, it's vital. So you've got to get more sleep. I That I know, believe me. Especially tried during bull season. Good yep. luck to you, right? Yep, there you go. All right. John, thank you so much uh, for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly and uh, helping us with uh, wearable technology. Appreciate your help. Thank you.
by John Honcherik from Athletico. Back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages. On ESPN Radio. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art health care services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across four Chicagoland locations, with a new location in northwest Indiana coming soon. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. Leading the way in cellular and tissue therapies, Ellosource helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Allosource or Allografts, please visit Allosource.org. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Well, that will do it for another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsarillos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. Back to do it again next week. We'll see you then. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. The Kansas City Royals continue to storm toward October with the best record in the American League. Up next, they'll head to Baltimore to face the Orioles. The pregame begins Saturday at 1230 Eastern and Sunday at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio.